Hello and welcome back to Unlimited with me, Neil Smallwood, and it's our last Work Smart Wednesday of the year. Now, uh, I talked a while back when I first started my podcast about how this year I stopped doing New Year's resolutions and instead created my list of 11 good habits to create and one bad habit to break. Uh, because everything starts with the small steps. Uh, as I said at the time, depending upon what you read, it either takes 21 or 66 days to form a habit. But either way, I figure if you start to develop a new habit each month, then you could have 11 great life-improving habits ingrained by this time next year. For those of you that listened from the beginning of this podcast, then you know that this proved successful for me for the first half of the year. But that um, extensive work and redecoration required at home that happened quite suddenly meant that the daily routines I've been crafting became somewhat scuppered by not having much opportunity to keep to them, depending on what was going on at the house each day and uh, what aspects I had to juggle client appointments and calls around and so on. So my list of habits for this year includes some of the ones from 2019 that I'd only partly established. So it's definitely more than 11 for me this year, and you know some of the others. But this time, I'm also going to be sharing the experiences with you properly as I progress through them. I'm going to be giving you updates on each one regularly on social media and here on the podcast. The challenges I have in forming the habits, the benefits I find, my genuine experiences from them, and so on. Uh, one of the most important aspects of my list focuses on establishing a good morning routine. I was always the kind of person that would get out of bed groggy, groggy <laughs> sound groggy there, get out of bed groggy, fall into the shower, and, and then just go. But in an effort to model success habits, I've looked long and hard at what people I'd like to emulate do. Top, top line businessmen, stars, that kind of thing. Um, so first on my list is rise early, 5 a.m. in fact on weekdays. I did do this for a large part of this year, and it gives me so much time to get many of the other things on the list done so I can start my day right and have a healthy, productive morning routine. And to be fair, even though it slipped with everything that was going on, I'm not far off getting up consistently at 5 a.m. anyway these days. Despite the disruptions to my timetable, I still feel like 6 a.m. weekdays is a lion. The other thing I never quite got to establish because it was a... Um, a habit I was going to form later in the year was practicing affirmations. I say affirmations. Tony Robbins, um, someone I was interested in and I researched his morning routine, he seems to call them incantations rather than affirmations. He claims that using them uh, helps you take direct control of your state and it can make all the difference in the quality of your life. Because he says the quality of your life is not necessarily based on the quality of your circumstances. You can effectively adjust the mental, emotional fil filters that determine how you look at your life. Um, the states we go into most often then become the most powerful filter of, of all that will determine whether we find the strategies necessary to, to succeed and whether we come up with a story that will empower us. As you can tell, they're his words, not mine. I don't know if they'll make a difference or not, but I'm intrigued enough to try them. Um... One of the things I am a little bit more convinced of, although I've never really done it, is meditation. Uh, this is something that so many people talk about as a powerful thing for your mental health. Uh, so I'm definitely going to try that in the morning as well. And combine that with uh, a little bit of yoga and stretching. 
because I do find that, oh, I do think uh, that a brief yoga stretch in the mornings before I head off to the gym is quite good for just loosening you up and uh, keeping you aligned and staying injury free during the workout. And the other thing I have to work on uh, is stretching after I work out because I am terrible for just finishing a workout, be it cardio or strength training, and then just walking off down to the to the changing room. Really got to improve my stretching. So I'm going to come up with a stretching routine as well. Journaling too, people talk about. First thing in the morning and last thing at night. Then I have my healthy list. So drink more water a day. You're supposed to drink two to five liters. Keep a food diary so I know when I'm not eating healthily. Somebody told me a glass of warm water with a bit of lemon in first thing is supposed to be really good for you. So I'll look into that more. Uh, and I'll look into nutrition and planning meals in advance a lot more as well, which kind of combines with keeping the food diary. And I'm also going to uh, ensure that I leave one hour a day for learning something new. Because I think one of the things for mental health is to constantly challenge yourself and try something new. So I'm going to build that into a, a daily routine. Then on top of all these, we obviously have the work smart habits specifically for work, many of which I've already discussed in this podcast, such as deep work and single tasking at work, trying out the Pomodoro method and, and the other things that we've talked about. So my list for habits to make is definitely longer than 11. But that's in part because I would half formed a lot of these last year, so it shouldn't take as long. But also because I wanted to share as many as I can with you over the course of the next year, share what I feel works and what doesn't. Um, I will publish my full list in the new year along with the order they're going to be in. Um, and I have two to, two habits to break this year. Um, firstly, my addiction to caffeine, specifically um, uh, Pepsi Max. Really, I was going to I was going to go generic, but it's Pepsi Max. It's the only thing I really drink. And the other is really sugar, which I know you can't cut out completely, but I need to drastically reduce. Um, so they're my, ha they're my habits to break and to make anyway. For you now and over Christmas, I want you to think of these, not of resolutions without goals or setting goals, as we discussed earlier in a week, but these are habits that regardless of what you're doing, how successful you are, what goals you're targeting, where your business is going to go, these are the habits that will always help you work smarter, more efficiently, in a more balanced, healthy way than you do now. Because whether you hit or miss your business goals that we talked about um, earlier, if you build habits that lead to success, then you will be far more successful, far more consistently, regardless of what happens to individual businesses and projects. So this is about learning to work smarter and be better and be more productive within yourself. This is not about setting goals and stuff for the business. So think about it now, then come back to it before you start work in the new year, and then schedule time or reminders to start practicing these habits. That's it for today. Um, in the new year, I'll probably be posting some of the stuff on LinkedIn and we'll set up a blog. So when we do, I'd really like to see your list. Um, just accountability is one of those things that really helps everybody. So sharing your list will, will probably benefit you. And I'm interested to see it anyway. But anyway, that's it for today. I've spoken for a long time. I'll leave you to it to get on with your day and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Have a good one.
Bye.